What is up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Red Cup Talk. I am your host, Sean, and as most of you guys know from the last episode, Will won't be partaking in this episode because he's currently in Chicago and not competing, but spectating the street league uh, skating tournament and uh, doing some other stuff down there, which seems pretty cool. Um, so he won't be here today or like for this week. And he'll be back probably by the time this episode is published, like uploaded. So hopefully, like things go well for him. You know, uh, uh, I <laughs> I really don't know what to say because like he's he's chill, and uh, you know Chicago's pretty like it seems like a pretty cool place. But anywho, um, I kind of wanted to like strive away from like the goofy side of red cup talk and kind of like become a little more educational today um as most of you guys know i'm i i myself am in college right now uh studying architecture and i kind of just wanted to give out some like tips and some advice for those who are considering to be in architecture like high school students into college uh those who are like uh, considering to be into that field uh at least on my perspective, like some tips that's good to know on a day to day basis, especially in college, and um, yeah, just basically how to survive uh, architecture school because you'll be in architecture school for a good amount of your time, and I'll touch some light on that. But um, for sure, uh, I, my boy Chris uh, definitely has a way better episode <laughs> on this than than me. Uh, on his podcast, The Architecture Show. So, shout out to Chris. I'll, I'll put his stuff in the description down below. But, uh, for sure, I'll I'll do my best to offer insight on what, at least I, see Architecture School as. And, like, as someone who's, like, helped others and uh, progressively gotten better in my own skills in architecture, I'll, like, I will offer insight to the, like the matter the subject at hand and yeah so this is just some general tips i don't know how many i'm going to give but hopefully it'll be a good amount so yeah um i would definitely say tip number one in architecture school is to learn how to 3d model because that when i went into architecture school for first year um, uh, sorry. Uh, I definitely didn't, wasn't the best at 3D modeling. I was really good at doing like 2D drawings and like constructing documentation because that's basically what I learned throughout all of high school. And the only 3D models I knew how to make were like characters. So it was a completely different world for me learning how to do 3D models for buildings. But I would definitely say, uh, learn how to use the programs. And in 3D modeling, so uh, AutoCAD is really good for like 2D drawings and construction documentation. Their 3D isn't as like at least in my opinion, it's not as strong as the other ones, but it's good for like orthogonal drawings. So I can give AutoCAD that. I can give them that the benefit of the doubt. Um, but definitely for sure, learn how to use Rhino uh, Rhino Seven mainly. A grasshopper, which is a plugin for Rhino, and 
and you guys can also learn how to use Revit and SketchUp. But those two programs I don't think are mainly used in real world firms. Um, I know mainly AutoCAD and some there's a, there's a good portion of firms that I like visited that use Rhino. I don't know a lot of firms that use Revit or SketchUp. But whatever like whatever you're comfortable uh, with first. Uh, I would say for like at least the first two weeks, you can do that. But definitely uh, jump into Rhino because a lot of architecture schools use Rhino these days. And it'll be good to like catch up on the flow of that kind of medium in architecture school. Uh, so yeah. And now the second tip I would give to you guys is learn... I would definitely say learn how to present because presentations, you're going to be doing them almost every week, even if it's just a desk crit. Uh, for those who don't know, desk crits are basically when the professor goes up to you and uh, wants to see your work and see your progress. And you basically have to give them a mini presentation at your desk without standing up just like one on one with the professor. And whether or not how well you do, uh, they'll judge you on that. And basically, it doesn't matter how good your work can be. There's always something you can improve on until, like, it's towards finals. Then they're going to kind of, like, push you to be, like, continue with what you have. But definitely learn how to present. Um, don't be afraid to, like, speak because uh, you're in a field that's surrounded, basically, by public speaking every day. And uh, it's good to, like, at least learn how to project your voice. And get your ideas clear across the board. Because if you can get your ideas on drawings. And whatever you, like whatever your drawings show. Is completely different than what you're saying. That's not a good look. Because then it's going to be like. Okay you have one thing in mindset. So how did you get up here. And you can't really explain that. That doesn't look so good on your part. But. If you're able to defend your work. In the sense that you know what you're doing. And you also know how to explain it in like a relative good amount. Then I, I believe you should be fine. I never had the problem where I think I had once. That's because I actually didn't know what I was doing. So I had to like kind of like lie through it. <laughs> Which sounds pretty bad. But um, it wasn't because I in the end I was able to like figure out my train of thought. So definitely tip number two would be like. Learn how to speak and present your work correctly, at least. Um, now, tip number three in surviving architecture school or just in architecture school in general is learn how to take your critics uh, not so harshly, um, like like my boy Chris and um, my, a good friend. Krista, they mentioned that don't take your crits so, like, into heart. Take it like a grain of salt because the crits in the end of the day are there to help you either get better or just give you another idea of what your project could be and, like, the potential it does have. Um, the crits are there. They're going to shit on your work. There's no doubt they will not, like, shit on your work. Even if your work looks super good, they will always find a way. You always find the smallest thing to say that your work doesn't look good. 
because as you all know life isn't perfect and especially in architecture architecture is very like like technical especially when it comes to the drawings so you don't want to um just kind of go out there blind so um whenever you go for a crit even if it's a mid crit or a final crit or just like a random a, a random pinup i wouldn't take those words so harshly i would i would take the final word like the final crit like the final pinups i would take that, those words a little harsh cuz it's your final project you, you've done so much progress and if they say like if they say you're worth shit i wouldn't take that cuz you worked hard on it but if they tell you that there's something that could be worked on i would definitely during your like break uh, definitely go back and look at your work and kind of see what you can improve on. So when you make your portfolio, you have updated work instead of just having to work yet yeah, that semester and just kind of be like, all right, I'm done with it. I'm never going to touch it again. Definitely go back and look at your work. It's also a good skill because you can see where you messed up on or what you can improve on. So, yeah, I wouldn't take crits so harshly, like, like take it as a grain of salt because in the, the day they're always going to judge you and if they actually do like your work and they say nothing about it thumbs up for you like you did you did the right thing you, you're doing great but there's always going to be that one person i i don't think there's any any day where there's not that one person that's going to like say that your work is bad because there's always going to be that one person that's going to try to bring you down so don't my advice don't listen to them their job is there to basically try to bring you down and unmotivate you but then you gotta like show up push harder be better and basically show what you have what you can do in the school so that was tip number three um tip number four um model making i would say model making is a good skill to have in in architecture school because you never know no actually that's a lie you always know in architecture school you always going to make a model there's i don't think there's been a day in my semesters except for like first year when they're like starting to do see stuff but ever since then i don't think there was a day where i never showed up to class without a model regardless if it's 3d printed laser cut in or cnc'd um, or handmade foam models. I don't think that was every day. I never showed up with a model. Um, definitely learn how to model make. Definitely learn how to use the um, the the machinery. Even though the school they won't personally allow you to use it like by yourself, but you can like follow through the steps so that when you submit your file and they do it for you, it's easier. And you don't really have to like. Um... Oh, sorry. You had to deal with so much struggle in trying to get your file correct. Because I remember the first time I did laser cut, absolute worst job in my life. Like they got my, I got my pieces wrong. Um, I didn't cut the right pieces. I didn't cut. I didn't score the right lines and stuff. So when I got it back, it just absolutely horrendous. And, and I was like, oh, I don't have a model. And it was a day of my pinup, and I needed a model. And I was like, this, this is great. But um, definitely learn model making skills. I, I suck at model making. Um, I've gotten better at it. 
but uh, I would I started off pretty badly. My ideas never went through with models. They never like went side to side with my drawings, and that was pretty bad because I had a model that looked completely different to my uh, Rhino model and my plans and sections and stuff like that. And when I presented that work, the professor was always like, "But this looks completely different than what you made on foam." And then when I went back, I had to make a new model that looked like my foam model. And I rebuilt it. I made another model. And I was like, okay. So this is a constant repeat of, like, destroying and recreating new stuff. So definitely, that was what, tip number four, I think. Tip number four, definitely learn how to make uh, models. Now, tip number five. Um, What would be a good tip? architecture school um I would say apart from learning how to use your programs correctly like learning AutoCAD Rhino and Revit whatever you're using apart from learning that I will also say learn how to render because rendering does play a good part in your drawings Especially like after your line drawing. Oh, and that too. That'll be another. That'll be the next tip. But for sure, right now, tip number five is learn how to render. And there's um, Rhino rendering. It's okay to an extent. It's not the strongest render, but uh, I heard people use Lumion and uh, V-Ray. I'm not a big fan of V-Ray or Lumion just because of the sense that it looks kind of weird. But um, I would definitely, as a student who's like going into college, I would definitely recommend learning how to use Enscape. Enscape is uh, $150 a year for a student, which isn't bad because you're going to be using it constantly. So I would recommend using Enscape, but definitely learn how to render because if you can do a good project and have strong renderings, that will make your project perhaps 10 times better, without a doubt. It'll make it'll make your life ten times uh, easier, because even if you can't show what you want in drawings, you can show it in your render, and your renderings will kind of help you because your renderings tell a story throughout your building, or your structure or like whatever you're making, so it makes your life easier in the sense that if you're a loss for words and you get to your renders, you can get so this is the this is my pathway is my timeline throughout my building. So definitely learn how to render. That's tip number five. Tip number six is for sure learn how to use Adobe uh, applications. Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, and uh, um, I don't really use the Creative Cloud. I mean, Creative Cloud is where you the, like get the apps, but there's one app I know that you use where you can make logos and stuff. I mean, making logos is pretty good for, like, graphic design. I don't think you really need to learn how to use it. But definitely the main three programs you need to learn in architecture school is learn how to use Adobe Illustrator, Adobe Photoshop, and Adobe InDesign. Illustrator in the sense that most colleges, when you're done doing your line drawings on Rhino, they'll make you export it into Illustrator. 
and make you work on it more because in Illustrator you can refine your line work and you can change a lot of stuff up on it and it's good to learn because if I remember the first years I did Illustrator it was like the worst years of my life the worst years it was the worst semester of my life because I didn't know that we need to learn how to use Illustrator because I did everything like via AutoCAD and Rhino so when I went to Illustrator and I was trying to export it, my drawings were like all over the place. I was like, oh my god, this doesn't look good. But as, along the line, I learned how to use Illustrator. And now my drawings are a heap of a lot better. But definitely learn how to use Illustrator. Photoshop, I think Photoshop is like a skill everyone should learn how to use. Like regardless of architecture or not. But learn how to use Photoshop, especially when it comes to like cleaning your pictures. Um, because if they ask you to take a picture of your physical model, to put it next to your, to your drawings and stuff, like without a background, just like a clear PNG, it's good to learn how to use uh, Photoshop in the sense that you need to remove every bit and piece of background that won't disturb your project flow and your page flow. So I would definitely, uh, emphasize Photoshop and Illustrator in design. InDesign's more um, based on portfolio. I will learn portfolio is really important, especially when it comes to architecture, because uh, you're at the end of the semester you're always putting a portfolio for your final to show your progress of your work and your best work. And sometimes you don't want the scaling to be off, so it's good to learn how to do proper image placements and stuff like that on um, Illustrator, not Illustrator on InDesign. So definitely learn those big three, Illustrator, Photoshop, and InDesign. I think Adobe Creative Cloud right now has a student bundle for like 25 a month or something like that. You get all the Adobe appliances, uh, appliances and applications, for, uh, not for free, but you get all of them for paying like 25 when each one is roughly around the same one just individually for each license. Not really... I wouldn't get individual licenses, that kind of sucks. I would kind of just stick with the Creative Cloud because then you can download whatever ones you want. So, that's tip. that was tip number six. Yeah, tip number six, definitely learn how to use uh, Adobe appliance, Appliances Applications. Um, now, tip number seven. Um, I would definitely say tip number seven is to get into programs. Um build your foundation build your name um i know most architecture schools like mine i go to new york institute of technology located in the 1855 broadway um pretty good school i, I have no complaints over it uh, i i feel like i've learned a lot here and uh i don't regret coming to going to my college because personally i feel like i've i've grown in my skills that I wouldn't have learned from other architecture schools. But that's just like a personal opinion. I'm not saying I want to go, oh, go to NYIT. I mean, if you want to come there, like, go for it. I'm not going to judge you. But, um, no, yeah. Definitely, well, shit, I forgot the tip I was given. What was I saying? What was I saying? Let me get my chance out. Chance out, chance out, chance out. Um, holy shit, I forgot my train of thought. This is going to be like a good minute. I'm trying to get it back. 
Hmm. Hold on. Mm. Oh yeah, programs. Sorry. I would definitely say get into programs. Um, AIS, the American Institute of Architecture Students, definitely get into that. That is a great program. Um, definitely a lot of opportunities right now. Uh, I'm a third year representative for AIS, and um, the the reason why I got into it, thank again, thanks to Chris. Um, he invited me out when they did the grassroots the grassroots convention. I mentioned it's like, whew, like way before in the pod. Uh, I went to D.C. to check out these firms and like a whole bunch of stuff. Met a whole lot of students nationwide in architecture, and I also made some connections like that you don't really expect. Like I have connections now across the nation just because of AIS, and I think not only Chris, but I also thank my school for that because it's important for us as architecture students to connect with one another because you never know when we need each other's help, but. Um, programs is amazing. I would recommend AIS. Um, you get to explore, you get to like meet new people. Um, NOMAS. I forgot the, the, the naming for NOMAS. Um, hold on. Cause I can get it for you right now. NOMAS. Here we go. Uh, the National Organization of Minority Architecture Students. That's another great program. I have a lot of good friends that go there and that are participating in part of that program. Um, both great, both great, amazing programs. Definitely get into it because you get to meet new people. Um, you can also put your name out there. If you do firm tours, you may, you know, like slip your card and under the desk a little bit. <laughs> but definitely get into programs, uh, expand your connections. So that would be tip number seven. Um, tip number eight. I don't think this is more of a tip. I think this is general advice. But we'll put it as number eight. We'll put it on the list of number eight. So, um, like I mentioned before, you're in architecture school for five years of your life. Because you're, you're in the BR, you're in the BR program. Now, if your school has the five or four year uh, the difference between the five year and the four year, the four year is a BSAT, which is the Bachelor of Science of Architectural Technology. I would not recommend doing like this is just personal speaking. I would not recommend doing the BSAT because um, you strive away from studio and design. You're more on like construction documents and like on the technical, like extreme technical aspects, and plus the license you get is a little under the BRC program, which is the five-year program. And they recommend if you do BSAT to do your MRC, which is your master's, so you can equivalent to a bachelor's, a bachelor of architecture, the BRC. Um, my, my advice is for those who are looking to architecture, if you can't do five years, I totally understand. Architecture is a very stressful major, but um, do the five-year program for sure. Because... In the end of the day, you're gonna learn a lot. You're gonna meet a lot of people, and basically the people you stick with in architecture, at least in your like year, and other years too. Like not only in your year, but like your the friends you make along the way. Those are the those are your people. The people you're gonna see every day in studio, in in school, and 
You, that's basically your second family. Everyone knows each other. And everyone talks with each other no matter what. But I would definitely recommend doing the B-Arc. Because you're in school for five years. And for sure, it, it's going to be a pain. There are going to probably be days you want to quit. But it's going to be worth it in the end because you have the same equivalence of a master's. But then when you go into your master's with BR, you're just basically refining your study of uh, of your field. So, again, that's all personal preference. I don't think that's really a tip. I think that's just, like, general um, knowledge. Because most people who go into architecture schools, they get confused. When that, Wait, why am I in the four-year? I thought I was in a five-year program. Or vice versa. It's good to know the differences and it's good to check before... Your semester starts. I mean, usually first and second year for BSAT and BR, they kind of like co-align with each other. It's after third year where they separate. And I know that's a lot like that's the same thing in most colleges, not only in my college. But definitely do your research. Architecture is very stressful. So you don't want to put yourself in the line where you don't know what you're doing and you're just kind of stuck there. You don't want to be stuck in architecture. I can guarantee you guys that. It's, it's the worst feeling because you don't know what you're doing at that point and you're kind of just like, oh, do I want to continue this? And you want, I would say, go for it. Continue doing what you're doing. But most people don't see it like that. Most people just see that, oh, maybe I should just quit or just go to BSAT. Uh, if you go to BSAT, it's still cool, but I would never tell a person to quit because everyone has their own skills and creativity. Um... What else? That was number eight. Number nine. I would say number nine is to definitely chase internships. Like try try to uh keep an eye out and start building your LinkedIn and stuff like that for architecture. Um Yeah, it's pretty good to like I know most firms Look for third-year students. But if you have pretty good work, I'm pretty sure they will accept you or, like, they glance at you. But definitely keep an eye out for deadlines and stuff. Not only for your work, but for internships, too. Like I said, go for internships. You, you can get the experience that you want. And it'll look really good on your resume. Um, I I think that internships are pretty cool it'll be it'll be really nice if you can land like most students land a paid internship but i know most firms don't not not most but some firms don't do that but definitely look into a firm that will pay you for your skills and time because you're not going to be working full-time as an intern and then full-time student architecture it, it gets really hard especially during architect in architecture school because you're in school almost every day the whole day and sometimes on the weekends, like, for me in my case, in my finals, like, right now, I'm, I go on the weekends in school, and then I don't really have time for myself. I get back home, and I do work again, and it's just a constant grind. I don't really get some sleep some days. So, you know, you really have to put yourself out there. You got you to gotta make some sacrifices. But you also have to chase opportunities, because opportunities in this major, they don't come every one, every every like five minutes they come once in a while and that once in a while a lot of students are going to put in their efforts to try to get that spot so definitely uh i would recommend 
uh, internships, try to get into an internship as soon as you can. Build your LinkedIn, like I said, build the LinkedIn. Even if it's a very small LinkedIn, build it. Make a make a resume, good resume, and uh, post some post some work on LinkedIn. I would say just so that they can see what kind of skills you have. Um, that's kind of what I have right now. Like in my LinkedIn, I have some posts of my work. Like I think I have one piece of work there, and then I have another one, but the other one is just like a writing. But it's just to show like the correlation between like what the the studies are. Um, but yeah, that was tip number nine. So what will be tip number ten? What's a good advice for tip number ten? I think I think this will be the final one. I think tip or advice number ten would be just to be yourself. Don't let yeah. Tip number ten: Be yourself. Don't be afraid to show your own creativity. Don't be afraid to show your own ideas out there in the world because not everyone's the same person. Not everyone's not the same thinking, and it sucks because what most people do is that like the egotistical people, they try to shut you down so that they, they oh look I had the better work, but then you can produce possibly even better work than them, and you'll look really good. So definitely don't let people shut you down just because you have a good idea. And I guess that kind of correlates with the crits, like I said. Don't take take people's uh, insults and like uh, harsh comments like a grain of salt. It's not gonna. It's not enough to tell you to tell yourself, "Oh, I'm a quit." Don't never tell yourself that. But definitely use that to push yourself to be like, "Okay, I'll be better." I'm going to show them that I can do it, prove people wrong, and then, then at the end of the day, when you show that you can actually do it yourself, you'll look like really, like the work will look really cool. Um, don't compare yourself to other people. That's also part of like being yourself. Like, don't compare your own work to others. Like, everyone, like I said, everyone has different work. Everyone has different thought processes. Your thought process is unique. Let's see, even if you make a shell or a donut for a building... That's still a shell or a donut that you thought of, and you thought of making it into some kind of structure. It's really interesting to see how other students kind of correlate and help each other, but never compare yourself or demean yourself to others, because in the end of the day, we're all equal. Yeah, there might be some people that have some more skills, but we're all in it together. We're all in the same year. We're all learning together at the same time so definitely be yourself be humble like for sure be humble never try to outshine another person to say like oh I know my work is better than yours like don't let don't try to talk for yourself because at the end of the day if you try to talk to your like talk for yourself and then people say your work looks like shit and your professor says it looks like shit and but you're still like oh no my work looks good uh, it doesn't create a good image for you because it shows that you're not only egotistical, but you're kind of blind to the fact that you don't know how to take uh, advice and um, what is it? Advice and um, critics. Well, uh, I there's this there's a saying I go by that if your work's good, people will tell you that your work is good, and 
in the end of the day, that's how it is. You have to be humble. I, in my case, I don't tell people that my work is good. I, I kind of like demeanor myself, which is kind of hypocritical. Cause I'm telling guys not to demeanor yourself, but I kind of do that for myself to push my mindset to be like, okay, I got to be better. I got to produce better work. So like in the end of the day, that's like a motivation for me. Um, but in the end of the day, also that I have like people around the studio saying, when they look at my work and say, oh, look, this looks really good. This is pretty cool. Like this project works and yada, 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 yada. Like shout out to everyone. Like, thank you for like admiring my work. But it's all in a hard process and all, all, um, on the progress that we started from the beginning semester to the end. And honestly, like, there's sometimes I couldn't have done it by myself. Like, I, I asked my parents for help with, like, some ideas to, like, uh, for sure be humble when it comes to uh, talking about your work. Because I can tell you this, no one likes an asshole. Everyone hates them. It's, like, I get it. You want to be, like, the star of the, of the show. But never try to, like, put yourself on a pedestal. Like, always be humble about your work. And never demean yourself. Unless you're, like, you're like me. You demean yourself to, like, push yourself even further. Then I don't really know how to tell you guys how to stop that. Because to this day, I, I've been doing it since I was a little kid. But, yeah. And, uh, yeah, for sure. Help people out. Uh, listen to like any opportunities you can get. Listen to people if they have some like advice for you. You need to uh, take it, but for sure, um, you know, try to apply it to your own studies. But like I said, um, architecture, everyone's in it together. Everyone cries together, <laughs> um, but um. Architecture is a very stressful major, and in the end of the day, we're all in it together. And hopefully for those who are, like, going into architecture, they learn, they, they understand that it's not an easy field. Because I I've personally believe that people go into this field thinking it's easy, and it's not. It's very difficult, and it's not a lot of fun if you think that stress is, like, if stress is not you, bro, don't go for it. It is a very stressful major, but if you can pull through, if you can do it, I would definitely recommend that architecture is pretty cool. And yeah, um, another general tip: get a good computer, guys. This sounds this sounds very like weird to say, but no, don't get an iMac or like a MacBook. Get get a Windows. Get a Dell. Or a gaming laptop, something that's good that that can run everything. Cause you're gonna be, let's like, say, you're gonna be in this program for five years, four years, like burning your computer out. And I can guarantee that your iMac is, your MacBook is not gonna last whatsoever. Get a good computer. That's just a general statement out there. But anywho, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, the. 10, 10 tips on how to survive architecture school or like 10 general statements on what architecture school is or like personal opinion preference um but yeah um definitely go shout out to my boy chris like i said he did an episode like this where he talks about his opinion on it and him and i go to the same school 
but definitely shout out to you, bro. And I'll, I'll leave his podcast on the description down below. And uh, shout out to Krista Markov. Um, she was a grad student at my school too, and she kind of like gives, uh, like um. TED talks on her Instagram about like what to expect after architecture school. And I can tell you guys that there's a norm that people don't really follow after architecture school. Like there's there's a block that professors don't tell you about. And it kind of it kind of sucks, but I, I'm not going to get into that cuz that's beyond my level. I'm I'm aware of it, but I don't have any right to completely talk about it cuz I'm not a grad student. But yeah, shout out to Krista. And, um, yeah, shout out to everyone in my school, uh, everyone in second year, third year, fourth, every, every year, and our first years too right now. Everyone's doing amazing work. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say on the subject. But, that thank you guys for listening. Um, check out our Instagram at red.cup.talk. And, yeah, we'll be back We'll probably be back on the next episode. So, yeah, just keep keep vibing, guys. Every day is a good day. Every week is a new week. So, stay positive. That's all I got to say. Take care, guys. Good night.